0: Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Everyone's Favorite Teacher. Everyone's Favorite Teacher is a podcast that showcases educators who have a passion for students and learning. Rita Pearson once said that every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. On this show, we pick the brains of champion educators who are dedicated to their students. I'm your host, TJ Parrish. Joining us for today's episode is Carmen Young. Carmen teaches fifth grade language arts at Wilson's Mills Elementary School. Carmen is known for her love of teaching and for building great relationships with her students. Carmen was referred to me by a friend of mine, Amy Stanley. Welcome to the podcast, Carmen. Thanks for being our guest today.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure.
0: All right. Well, let's get right into it. So, um, tell us um, about your background in education. How did you become a teacher?
1: Actually, I actually began my career as a lateral entry teacher. I have a degree in psychology. Um, so, even though I didn't get my start out of the gate as an educator, I feel like my background has benefited me greatly in the classroom. Um, After graduating college, I did some volunteer work, actually, at the school that I now work um, in a developmentally handicapped preschool, which rekindled my passion for education and gave me the opportunity to pursue that. Um, So I later finished my uh, degree at ECU and then pursued a master's at Campbell and have since achieved my national boards and then 10 years later (laughs) renewed them.
0: Wow, good for you. Um, I saw earlier that you got your undergraduate degree in psychology. I'm sure that helps when you're trying to pick the brain uh, of those fifth graders and, and try to figure out ways to motivate them, huh?
1: Yes. Sir.
0: <laughs> All right. And and- just
1: some background how to make a connection and, and build those relationships that are priceless in the classroom.
0: Yes, you know, that's relationships is a huge thing for, for me. Uh, it, it definitely opens up doors and allows us to be successful. Um, tell us, what is your favorite part of, of your school day? Well,
1: there's a lot of them, but I really think anytime that you see a, a student overcome an obstacle, making progress towards things that they didn't think that they could do, goals that they didn't feel were attainable um just seeing that success having those light bulb moments recognizing those and also of course changing student perspective on learning making them understand that school you know doesn't have to be drudgery it doesn't have to be um, a bad place to be it can be a place where they can experience success and have a lot of fun too
0: that's great. I love your phrase you used there, changing perspective on learning. That was awesome. Um, oh, so tell us, how do you reach uh, students that, you know, maybe some, we call the, the so-called tough kids. How do you reach those students?
1: Uh, I've gotten quite a reputation for um, my relationship with those so-called tough students. hmm <laughs> Um, I think more than anything else, I tell them the truth. Um, they know that if I've given them feedback on something or I've shared something with them, that is it is 100% the absolute truth to the best of my ability. Um, also, I'm very real with them. Um, I have cerebral palsy, and uh, my disability has given me um, lots of different experiences, in life and I feel like sharing those and being able to talk to them about the obstacles that I faced and how I overcame them makes them make connections with me because even though their obstacles are different they see that you know I've had challenges too and you know here I am in front of them as a teacher and as a successful professional and they understand that it's possible for them to overcome things and um more than anything, too, I make a commitment to walk with them through the tough times. I never bend on my expectations for them. I push them hard and set goals high, but I also let them know that I'm going to be right there with them every step of the way. Um, mm-hmm. I try to be present in important things for them, not just in the classroom, but if they play a recreational sport or they have a particular hobby and I can get to a place where I can see them outside school doing what they love and they enjoy and they see me invest in them more than just giving tests and, and teaching lessons. They understand that I value them as a person and that they're not just a test school.
0: Oh, that's great. I think it is important that we, we keep in mind that students are more than just data points and, uh, Another thing you spoke about, I know um, once teachers get that reputation for being good uh, with the tough kids, um they they find maybe more tough kids on their roster, so um, that that speaks volumes about you as well that your um, administrators trust you with um, certain types of kids.
1: Yes, and that. I mean, the relationships when I look back on my career that I've been able to build with those kids that were perceived as tough at the time, um, many of them I still have, you know, talk to 10, 15 years later. So um, that's been a very good experience for me. Yeah.
0: Um, and another phrase you use too that I'm over here jotting notes down because I'm learning a lot uh, from talking with you, but um, that walking through. Um, walking with them through the tough times. I like that. That that stuck out to me as well. Um, so I think teachers are always looking for, for ways uh, to be smarter or more efficient in their classroom. Do you have any uh, cool classroom hacks that work for you? <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know, teachers are the best thieves in the world, so we get our best ideas by watching each other and learning from each other, but some of the things, things that I I have learned over the years is that competition is a very powerful motivator. So um, from a language arts perspective, we focus a lot on vocabulary. So one of the things I do is I have my kids compete to find their vocabulary words used in in everyday life on television and in conversation. And then the things that they read on their own and they come back to me and share those with me. And I challenge them to use their own sentences and, and engage in learning about those words a little deeper and um, they earn poof balls for every word they find and certain goals give them prizes and they get really caught up in the competition of it all competing against each other and against classes and all the, all the while I'm winning because they're the ones who are learning their words and definitions and going back and forth with me in dialogue that makes those words stick and those those, um, definitions stick in their mind. So that's um, one thing that I do that I feel like has been a success. Another is uh, just here I started a reading challenge book club because in doing lots of research on trying to get kids to read on their own and developing a love for reading, you find that the biggest thing that makes kids better readers is simply to read more. So um, coming from a school with um lots of uh, challenged students in terms of their socioeconomic backgrounds as well as some of um you know their attitudes towards reading and things like that my question to myself was you know how do I get those kids to read on their own um when I've asked them to and So one of the things I started was called a reading challenge book club where the students voted on the, on the book that they would read and it would have to be something that I also have not read. So I'm reading with them, um, and having discussion, open discussion with them about what they're reading without any kind of testing or assessing that goes with it. Just learning to read for the sake of reading and for the love of reading and um, the first novel that we did this year, I only had seven students, but we really enjoyed it, and they talked to their peers about it, and uh, since that time, we've done, we're we doing a second one, and the size of the group has doubled, and uh, I even had two kids come up to me just this, this week in the last couple of days and want to join in this group, up after the book, so they've ordered a book and want to read and catch up with us, so that they can join in on the the conversations and activities. So, I'm pleased with the direction that that's headed.
0: That's great, and I love uh, that you've made your book club, and you've not even tied grades into it. So, just pushing that um, that love for reading. So, I, I think that's important for students to develop. So, um, big kudos to you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Tell us, what has been your proudest moment as a teacher?
1: That's a tough one. Um, I really feel like I've been very blessed to have a lot of them. Um, Every year, first day of school, I always tell my kids that it's my goal for them to become better students. But beyond that, it's even more so my goal that they become better people in the time that they spend with me, in the year that I have them. And so um, I guess in answering question, that question, I would share a couple of instances where I've had evidence that students became better people down the road. Um, and while it's hard to, to feel like as a fifth-grade teacher that you had a, a major role in that, um, they have shared with me the impact that I have had on them. And that's a very overwhelming, humbling feeling. Uh, One example, um, I was in the cafeteria one day for lunch and a young gentleman walked in completely dressed in his uh, military attire, full uniform. And he walked over to me and I knew exactly who it was, a, a former student of mine. And he said that he was leaving the next day for potential deployment, but he really wanted to come Um, and see me he even brought his mother with him oh wow And he just wanted to give me a hug and say thank you and and just you know kind of say goodbye before he he went on this next major chapter in his life um so that of course was a very emotional and and overwhelming experience that i wasn't expecting um that sounds like it's
0: out of a movie that, com- that sounds like a straight <laughs> out of a movie, Carmen.
1: <laughs> it's real life. It's real life. I'm, you know, I'm lucky that we still keep in touch on social media and stuff like that, so I get to see all the things that he's accomplished. So good. Um, a, sec- a second student I'd be remiss not to mention. Um, uh, unfortunately, a situation happened between him and a- another a fellow educator of mine in which the, they weren't getting along in the classroom and he needed a new placement. Um, he was one of those students that <laughs> unfortunately people, people tried to avoid having in class um, and so about midway through the year he was assigned and moved into my class and um, you know I was determined to develop a relationship with him. Um, he was kind of known for being disruptive and being a class clown and trying to avoid difficult tasks because school was a very difficult place for him. Um, so I, I tried to embrace those antics and give him time and place for to be himself um, at appropriate times and kind of motivate him to have a, a give and take in the classroom between he and I. I saw a lot of um, birth in him that year. Uh, I needed to convince him that he had a lot of potential as a student. I feel like. You know, we um, came a long way in our own relationship together in terms of he trusted me um, to, to lead him down the right path from an education standpoint, and, you know, I'm very happy to say that today, you know, he's a manager at a major car sale, sales um, lot, and he's a productive citizen. I attended his wedding this past summer, oh. um, <laughs> and he, uh, he became a dad just a few months ago. Um, I couldn't be more proud of the man he's become. And the fact that he and his mom and his grandmother give me any small piece of the credit for that, it's just, uh, there aren't words for that feeling.
0: That That is great. you know, And that's, um, I think you described the greatest rewards uh, that teachers um, can get. Those are the greatest out, uh, rewards out there for us. Um, that's, that's some really cool stories you just shared. What is the best advice you've ever been given?
1: Gosh, there's been a lot of those as well. Um, but I guess the thing that just sticks out to me more than anything else is not being afraid to fail. I mean, classroom has to be a modable environment. Not everything that you do is going to work year after year because your kids change and the expectations change and sometimes your curriculum changes and things like that. So you have to be willing to change with it to meet the needs of your, your diverse classroom and unique children and challenges. But at home, I mean, they're coming to us with all sorts of backgrounds and all sorts of experiences is that we may or may not even be aware of all the time. So um, I've had to learn to step outside the box to be willing to try new things, to understand that every lesson that I teach or every unit um, that I delve into is not always going to work the way I see it in the beginning, and that it's through tweaking all of those things that don't go the way I envision them right away that. The- to a greater success in the end, that you have to fail a little
0: bit to really succeed. Oh, I, I love that. You know, you, you definitely um, to, you have to take risks as an educator, and if you just keep it safe, you're not going to be able to accomplish as much uh, as if, if you don't take those risks. And also, I think you hit on something important. Nothing stays the same in education. It's going to always evolve, or there's always going to be something new, We're going to, there's going to be new research, there's going to be new strategies, and you just have to be willing to to change with the times. Um, Absolutely. Well, Carmen, I just want to thank you for being um, our guest today. It was definitely a a pleasure chatting with you.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. Um, Your passion for education is obvious, you are definitely a difference maker in the classroom. Thank you for being awesome for kids. I know I learned a lot from our conversation today. Keep up the great work and continue to be a champion for students. If you would like to connect Thank you so much. with or you're welcome. If you would like to connect with me on Twitter, my handle is tjparish 28 If you would like to be a guest on the show or would like to recommend a guest for the show, please send an email to favoriteteacherpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to comment or share your thoughts on the show using the hashtag #FavoriteTeacher. teacher. Students need champions in the classroom. Just so step into your classroom tomorrow and be a champion. That is all for now. Catch us next time on Everyone's Favorite Teacher.